All right. Welcome to Dinner in the Bible. Hopefully, part two. No more crashing. I accidentally broke one of mom's things because I was being lazy. That's okay. Things happen. It's not okay. Just say I forgive you because if you say okay, it, it's okay. I forgive you. They have a gun to his head. So tonight, we had pork tenderloin, peppered pork, peppercorn pork tenderloin. I like this one. It was pretty juicy. <laughs> yeah. I can't help Okay, it. you need to help it. I'm trying not to. The Bible, man. Jesus, listen. The Bible and the dinner in the Bible. Pay for I'm his phone. And so, we also had some salad. And we're praying for Ian's soul. Yeah. The salad was uh, good because it was carrots and celery. Okay. Because dad hates stabbing at salad and it doesn't get on the fork. He's like this. He goes like this. Yeah. You see it with your hands. Like Ian? No thanks. Like me. But, I mean, it's got celery, carrots. I mean, you could put mushroom in there. Celery, carrots, and ah. cucumber. Cucumber, you could put olives in there. Mm hmm. Spring mix is good for you. And then Rami's eating some sort of mango pop. Mango popsicle. I'm sucking on it because um I don't like cold and meat. No, you know you guys know that I don't like Steve Jobs very much, but yeah. he did have he did have a lot of success based on basic principles. Yeah, you hate Steve Jobs, right? But well, he wasn't a very nice man. Hate's a strong word, but anyone who parks in the handicap zone next to the door just because he feels he's the CEO and he should is Can just you don't? wrong. Why? Well, he's probably thinking nobody parks here anyway. Doesn't matter. There's a lot of disabled people who <laughs> use Apple, including the hype beasts. It's the law. Right. He's above the law. Oh, I'm the CEO, therefore I get to evade the law. I mean, that's how it works. Kind of. But his principle for um, doing smart things and getting a lot accomplished uh -huh. was recorded in the Harvard Business Review. Oh, really? Way in magazine. Really? There's only three steps. Oh. When you tackle a problem, these are the three steps. I'm glad it's only three steps. Three-step method for solving difficult problems. The first step, if you've discovered it's difficult, you step back. You zoom out. Try to see the big picture. The process of discovering a breakthrough often requires reality-bending ideas which require you to look at the solution as a bigger, in a bigger view, bigger, bigger scope. So that means to step away from it a little step bit. Step away from it. After you step away from it, if you see the piece that you can fix, then you focus in. That's the piece. Everything else is just noise. Mm -hmm. Don't get distracted by it. Yeah. This is where you set your sights on what you want to achieve and what you want to work on relentlessly, and everything else is just not important. Fluff. An intense and obsessive focus may be the answer to discovering the big breakthrough. And then the last step is disconnect. When you start finding yourself in circles because you can't, that, you can't get that focus in. What are you doing? You have to walk away. Disconnect. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I do when I'm feeling frustrated. Well, I think you need to walk away more often because your frustration comes roaring in. Yeah, what's going on? I'm getting weirded out by Ian because he keeps staring at me. Don't, don't. Please. What am I talking about? What are the three steps for me? I mean, to be real honest with you, I don't know because I'm getting weirded out by Ian because he keeps going. Every time. It's been like three days in a row. I need you to listen. Don't worry about him. What's so, the first step? First one. Don't be a butt. No, see the big picture. See the big Zoom picture. out. How did I get that from that? What is the big picture? What is really that you're trying to fix? When you find out what you're really trying to fix, focus in on that. Not everything else. Okay. Just focus on that one and then topple that one problem down. After that one problem, you can topple the second problem, but what if, what if he can't figure out what that one problem is and, and you still can't fix it, even if he did figure it out? Then what's the third step? Uh, Walk away. Yeah. Disconnect. Relax. Put something else in your head. Because that's my problem in math. I can't find where I went wrong in my math when I look in the back of the book because I'm so focused that I've been doing it for 15 minutes mm-hmm. that I'm not going to be able to find it. The best thing to do is just walk away. Yeah. Come back to it. Do another problem. Mm-hmm. That's why I've said in one of my um, <clears throat> one of my posts on Instagram is that sometimes distraction is not a bad thing. Depends on what you're distracted by. But sometimes you just have to walk away from something and and do something that you enjoy for about 15-20 minutes, set a timer so you don't get distracted that much and then go back to what you're doing. What does dad do for 15-20 to 20 minutes at a time when I'm... Nap! I do. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, I see the problem. For me, mm-hmm. I nap for two to yeah, four hours. Well, I wouldn't recommend that. No. That's why you have to set a timer. Right? Yeah. I set my Alexa. Now I'm gonna read something and chillax you. It's a parable. Is it coming biting my popsicle? No. Yes. Oh, for you. Because I'm getting like, you know. Makes your teeth Then look away. Okay. I don't like popsicles either. I can read those. And then I just use my tongue, then my tongue freezes. It makes no sense. Then you can chop it up into little squares, but then your brain freezes. <laughs> It gets to the point where like, why am I eating? <laughs> I just use my teeth as a snow plow. <laughs> I just... Yeah, don't do that. that makes no sense. laughter. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna make a Parable of jump? ten virgins. <laughs> oh boy. You guys. You gotta live, laugh, love. <laughs> live, laugh, love. Back in the day, if you were really rich, you can marry as many women as your wealth demanded. Oh wait, I think I know this one. I don't know this. He's trying to call them. Because I read this in school, I think. You read this in school? Yeah. Matthew 25 is actually pretty famous. Okay, okay. The kingdom of heaven will be like 10 virgins, not 70. Is that where Muslims get this thing? No, I don't know. No, Muslims only can marry up to four four wives at a time. 10 Ians? So anyway, go on. Go on. The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to mm. meet their bridegrooms. So this bridegroom's rich. Mm-hmm. And they'll be pulled out of poverty. 
will have an amazing life. Mm -hmm. They're gonna. It's like a harem. Yeah, mm -hmm. be part of the harem, but, they're, but they they're, they're, their children are going to be very taken care of. Yeah, because you know, yeah. they're rich. So, Remy, why do these ten virgins find this important versus disgusting? Because <laughs> they want to help the kids. They want to raise kids differently than they were raised. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like they want to be given given their kids an opportunity. Yeah, except yeah. they're female and they're objectified, Remy. And then, you know, people with silver spoons are looked up to. And that's mm -hmm. being born with a silver spoon in your mouth. Yeah. I now, he, that's like him with us. five of them were foolish. Oh, in the description here in Amplified, thoughtless, silly, mm -hmm. and careless. Thoughtless and silly. Me! Stop. I win! No. And five were wise, far-sighted, Practical, sensible. Mm. I would not point that direction. <laughs> Actually, no, wait, no. <laughs> not you. You're the silly guy. For when the foolish took their lamps, they did not take any extra oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil among all. The, but the wise took flasks of oil along with their lamps. Smart. Now, while the bridegroom was delayed, they all began to nod off and they fell asleep. Remind me to go back to that. The bridegroom was delayed. Not them. The bridegroom was delayed. <clears throat> but at midnight, there was a shout. Look, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Uh-oh. Then all those virgins got up and put their own lamps in order, trimmed the wig, and added oil and lit them. Is this dark out there? But the foolish virgin said to the wise, No electricity. Give us some of your oil, because our lamps are going out. No. no. Don't have enough. But the wise replied, seems a little cruel, but the wise replied, no, otherwise there will not be enough for us and for you. Go instead to the dealers and buy oil for yourselves. Uh oh. Okay. So it's not like they didn't have money. Oh, they were lazy. But while they were going away to buy oil, the bridegroom came and those who were ready went in him went in with him to the wedding feast oh. and the door was shut and locked. Oh boy. <laughs> Later, the others also came oh, and said, yeah. Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he replied, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, I do not know you. Oh boy. We have no relationship. <gasps> Therefore, this girl just got be on the alert, <laughs> be prepared and ready for you to do not know the day nor the hour when the Son of Man will come. Oh, wow. That's scary. In the context of uh, this time when Christians, most Christians literally thought the end was nearing for them, because, you know, Roman persecution and all that, wouldn't you think that? Uh, this is pretty fitting because they didn't know when when their revelations would happen when the romans would finally right. end and god's kingdom would come 10 bucks is going to be like a freaking 7 o'clock or something let me ask you a question if you first read this like i first read it who's actually at fault the bridegrooms the bridegroom because he, he was, was late, late. <laughs> they were late but who has the power? The bridegroom. The bridegroom. The bridegroom. Who has the money? The bridegroom. The castle. Bridegroom. The servants. Bridegroom. Everything. So in his eyes, 
he can be late. Mm. It's his world. Everyone else just lives in it. Right. But that's kind of God. The second question I have for you. The first time you read this, didn't you feel the other mean person in the story is the wise? No, actually, because like the wives, they didn't have enough oil to share, you know? Right. Because they said, we won't make it either if we give you what, what we have. They would look foolish as well. Oh. Yeah. They didn't want to look foolish. Right. And they wanted to make it to the what, the banquet because they wanted to help their family. When you hear about multiple wives, I don't know if I mean, they spoke about this in school, Mormons, Muslims, polygamy. There's always a numbering system for the wives. Yeah. An order. Yeah, like it's only... like a pecking order. A pecking order. Yeah. It's like... the first wife. Mm-hmm. And, the, uh, the Sultan, um... and that's chosen by whom? A bride. The bride. The bride. The bride. Yeah. yeah like I know this because I watched Demon Slayer. Could you possibly be? Oh, that's true. Could you possibly be number one if you don't have any oil or a lit? No. No. So the five are scrambling for what? Five number one. Could it be number one? Right. Anyone who allows the foolish to enter their lives, they they're gonna lose the position of being number one. Now, what parable that Jesus say, Remy? That is opposite of what this is saying. Um. I'm gonna oh, guess, right. but I'm really, really bad at guessing. Go ahead, guess. Like a freaking low one. I'm stupid. What, what are no, we doing I'm right not now? Stupid. Uh, cannot. What are we doing right now? We're at the Sharon Bonded. We're having. Time. We're having dinner. No, what, what parable <laughs> has to do with dinner? <laughs> if there's open chairs during oh, your dinner, yeah, yeah. which one do you pick? You pick the one at the end. At the end, the least important. I'm smart! Even if, even if you are most important, you let everybody else sit in front of you. So that's kind of opposite of what... Run! It's smart! Opposite of what's saying here, right? Yeah, it's saying don't rush to Yeah, they're putting themselves before the oil list or whatever you call it, right? Right. So how do you contend with that? Hmm. See, when you read the Bible... You have to reference back other things you read. Because you're like, wait, man, that seems like a kid's world. What's going on? Contradictory. That's why the entirety of the Bible should be a parable. Because there's a lot of contradictory. But if you accept right. it as a parable, that's fine. Yeah, because other people would be like, I don't believe in it. Because there's so many, you yeah. know, contradictions. It's a and life that... lesson. What's the life lesson and why does it disagree? The life lesson, be prepared. Am I, ain't I right? Because the the con the core concept of the two parables that Dad was comparing, the one about choosing the last chair and this one, may seem to be correlated, like you know, uh, how the women with the oil wouldn't share. But when you look at the context, it's very different because the women are not prepared, you know. While Let's look at the context of the first thing I read to you about Steve Jobs, Mister I take. Yeah. I take the handicapped parking because I'm better. Yeah, exactly. He's not taking yeah, the last chair. What were the three things that he said? That was wise. Look at the big Look at the big picture. Like the wise women did. The wise women mm-hmm. 
process the entirety of the night in their head. Right. I'm gonna get dressed. I'm gonna look mm. pretty. I'm gonna bring oil. I'm gonna bring a lamp. Oh, extra what, oil. What if I? What know, if something oil. happens? Extra I'll bring oil. Extra lamp. Oh, extra oil lamp. And so they process the big picture. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. Your mom knows this. Yeah. That's why when I remember what I did when you guys fought me on the the life jackets and the water wings, I looked at the big picture and I was still scared, right? Yeah. So how could I? And I did almost actually end up drowning. Right, but how could I figure this out? Bring uh, those. I looked at the big picture. Yeah, and you brought a big, big orange thing that you would, could track us with. Right? Well, <laughs> Otherwise, you would have lost it, and I would have died. I would have lost, yeah. But the big I, orange thing was, because you, you said, quote unquote, I don't want to be like a little kid. Right. Okay? I don't want to look like a little kid. I understand you're 12 and almost 15. I understand. So let's look at what the big kids use. Mm -hmm. And then you saw that, oh, well, if big kids use this, right. I should be okay. So I looked at the big picture. The big picture is, look, I understand you don't want to be treated like a child. Right. And the other part of the big picture is, I don't want to come back with one kid only. <laughs> Or zero kids. Right. Oh no! <laughs> Even if we got you and life vests, down at the bottom hard. of the Cayman yeah. Islands ocean. Like... Right. So I looked at the big picture. There's so many other people with life vests. And I had I had a problem, but then I focused in on well, I bet you they do this because big time professional athletes use it. Hello, I am under the water. Please help me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so was I right? Yes, but what did I do when, when I saw so I focused in? On the big picture. Right, and then I stepped back and I'm like, okay. Because we didn't unpack it. It was still in the little pack, when, right? Because I'm like, okay, we don't have time. Right. It barely came in the day before. So in the plane, I was like, how am I going to do this? So I stepped back and I'm like, okay, we're on the plane. Thank God. Mom did all the work for packing us. Thank God. <laughs> right. I only have to pack my bag. She has to pack yours and yours and hers, which is a huge ordeal. Because if I had to do that, you'd be naked. Anyways, <laughs> I sat in the plane like, how am I going to get them to understand how to use this thing? So I went through it. I went through it. Then I saw the pool. See, I'm already stepped back. I, I, I don't know what the pool looks like. I don't know. But then I look at the big picture. I step back and I go, oh, there's a pool. And there's a, okay, let's unpack it. Okay, let's, how am I going to teach them? Okay, this is what I remember. I'm video, so okay, blah, blah, blah. And then, I taught you in the pool. Yeah. Why was that important? Because if we would have gotten in the ocean, we would have gone, <laughs> You wouldn't know how to use right. it. And you'd panic. It and then drown, and then be, die. It would be useless, but you actually did. You actually pulled it to your chest, and then you floated when you swallowed all that water, right? <laughs> <laughs> So, no, I, I, your mom I, knows I do these three yeah. things. You process I, I look at the big picture for the process. That's what the wise women did. They processed it. What's their big picture? I'm going to get married. I'm going to get married tonight. Right. But I got to look good in front of this guy because I want to be wife number one. And I want to look smart. This guy has a high beauty and brains is what he wants, right? Right. Yeah, and according to ancient... Myth. And then the difficulty is, of course, the not wise women didn't see the big picture and then they got caught in that one problem. They have this one problem. It's a huge problem. They don't have oil. They can't see in the dark. They're yeah. not bats. They don't have Hi, echo stupid. sonar. <laughs> stupid. So stupid. What would you have done if that, what would the 
What's left? Rely on the street lights or the starlight. There's no dog. Star- street lights back then. Right, remember. I'm joking. Remember, my my assumption is they had money. Mm-hmm. Flashlight. Is... Well, they had it because they went back. <laughs> they to went back, right? What about the stars? No, it's called a flashlight, no, no. idiots. <laughs> I look. This is a good parable because this is talking about silly people. But if I was red-handed and couldn't get past this because I forgot or it was a mistake or buying, I don't know, right? Or because you know a dog was biting my leg and I didn't have time to get oil. I mean, any of those, what would I? What would I have done? What do you think? Remember, they had money. What would you have done? If you didn't have the oil, uh-huh. um, you mean when they were stuck without it, or before yeah. they even went on the trip? When they were stuck, oh, they were like, oh my gosh, we don't Except have oil. Accept my fate and commit seppuku. <laughs> Remember this part of the the sentence. Now, while the bridegroom was late, and blah blah blah, late. but at midnight there was a shout. Look, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. There was someone else there besides the tent. Yeah, so just mm. ask maybe the even guy. more than. That's what I was oh, ask the guy to go get it. Oh. Or commit seppuku. That's another. It's better to be number ten and fail at being number one, but right. get in the door. <laughs> so but how could they, I mean? So why couldn't fa- they just go with those other women? Right, go with those other women. Right. right, and be like, okay, sorry, ran out of fuel, but you know, I sent one. Of the hey, guys, I'm here, and I'm paying them extra, and he'll be here soon. And then the guy who has access to the castle, because he's castle personnel, mm. even if you were like, you were at least inside the castle, and then your your lamp could have been, I don't know, but mm. to actually go back yeah. yourself, all five of you, <laughs> right? That's silly. Well, that would be dumb too, though. If like four of them went and then the other just one got person had to go back, that's like mean. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you feel? I'm silly? sure Christy would have been like, "You, you go now." <laughs> <laughs> Not me, you. But there, there was somebody else there. Are you sure it wasn't like one of the other girls saying, "Look, no, he's coming." Say that. Look. But even if the guy went back to get oil, what's the point though of getting the oil? Because once the door is closed. You're not. I know, but I'm just saying, like, you mean he's going to get to them before they get to the castle with the oil? He's going to get to them after they get inside the castle. I know, but then they don't need it anymore. They don't need the oil. You don't know that. What if there's some sort of uh, tradition that something happens inside the castle and it has to do with those lamps? Mm. You don't know that. What you doing? (laughs) Look, I'm just they saying were that, that was they that was not thinking. the best solution. Right. They did not step no, back no. again. They did yeah. not step back and look at the big picture. What's the big picture? We're trying to get inside this right. castle. Right. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah, that's true. The big picture is what? What's the first you problem? You want to get in that castle. And you're not going to get in there. No, like, are you going to look as good as... Oh, Remy, are you going to look as good as the, the ones with the lantern? No. <laughs> no. Because no. they're showing off their beauty. Right. You're going to be the, the shade. Like, <laughs> like the, who are those other are those, five over there? What are they doing here again? <laughs> But at least, at least, at least you're there. You know, sometimes you just, <laughs> know. sometimes you just have to settle for the scraps at that point. 
just eke yourself in there. <laughs> yeah. So what did what did the Samaritan woman say to Jesus when Jesus wasn't ready to preach to the Samaritans? Oh, about the water from about, the well, the lady at the well. About dogs. Oh yeah, yeah. You remember that one? No. Even the dogs. So he goes. It's not. It's not the time. You're not supposed to be at the dinner table, Jesus said to the Samaritan. Because there, there's not enough. This, um, I have to focus in on the Jews first. Mm-hmm. And and she said, what does she say about the dogs? Even the dogs eat the scraps that fall off the master's table. And that's all she was asking for. Just a scrap. Just give me the scraps. And she and he said. Fine, you're healed. She jumped the line. Mm-hmm. Everybody she was else, brave enough. She was brave say. enough. I'm like, just a scrap. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be healing Jews here. Just a scrap. Mm-hmm. And she jumped the line. So sometimes when you ask for the scrap, you get good things. Mm-hmm. If they got in the castle and they weren't wife number one, in fact, they wound up being wife number six. At least six. they're there. But at least right. they're there. So that's, Ask and you shall receive. So that's what I want to Even if it's a scrap. I know this is because they watch Demon's Lair. I got and, a scrap of attention you also know, too, Remy, that, right? There's parables that contradict. The Bible. And you have to figure out mm-hmm. if this contradiction is enough to break your faith. And I hope that you ask me because I've read these contradictions. And I've it's, 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 it's not broken my faith. So when you read that on your own, which I hope you do, don't let it break your face. Ask me if anything, mm-hmm. and then I will tell you what I think I know. I'll never know 100% until I get to heaven, but... Well, yeah. Dad's very wise. God's giving him a lot of insight. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. bye.